you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen, and I, my guest today is Dr. Diana Salazar, <clears throat> excuse me, who is, a, um, the way she describes herself, as an energetic chiropractor. And she will tell us more about exactly what that means. Um, specializing in gentle adjustments, proactive postural training, and intuitive healing. I especially like that last part. Her goal is to help people feel better and learn how to take care of their unique bodies. <clears throat> Excuse me, allergies. Um, she blends Reiki. I never know if I'm pronouncing that right. Is that oh, right? You did. Okay, good. Phew energetic breath work with manual therapy and exercises to create an introspective mind body spirit experience love that she graduated with her doctorate in chiropractic in 2017 from southern california university of health sciences is that like usc no um but it is in southern california so okay yeah she is licensed in new york state and practices in Manhattan. Love Manhattan. Um, her manual therapy techniques include active release technique, diversified HVLA adjustments, activator, that I know, pelvic blocking, low level one laser, kinesiology taping, and myofacial release. Ooh. She is also certified in Webster technique and Reiki. And now you can explain what all of these things are and why, why they're <laughs> helpful. <laughs> There's a lot of things. Um, yes. so the first thing is definitely chiropractic for me. And I really love chiropractic mostly because it's holistic. It's, um, there's no surgery happening. It's uh, very quick as well. Like people feel relief very quickly. And then, of course, it's really um, creating a lot of mobility and um, less stiffness. So that's what's really important, especially in the 30s, 40s, um, 50s, 60s, all throughout that whole realm is creating better motion. And um, chiropractic really does that. I, I know I've, I've always loved um, working with chiropractors. Oh, like good. You're just like, oh, can I go to sleep now? Yes. <laughs> energized at the same time but it's kind of like okay I'm, I'm you know <laughs> yeah completely it makes you feel nice and zen in a way yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah and it's I also think that there is a stereotype out there I don't know whether people got got it from television or movies or something you know that they that they're always cracking bones and that they're doing all these weird movements and no, completely yeah and it's not like that at all it's not the people I've been to sometimes it is sometimes it isn't um I really like that part because it's chiropractic kind of lets you create whatever it is that you want 
it to be for you and what feels really good for you as a person. So for me, I, in my own body, I really enjoy it when a chiropractor um, listens to me a lot. And when they feel like they're like pausing, they're really detail oriented, they're really paying attention to what my body needs. And for me, it's gentle, it's quick, it's comfortable, it's like very, sorry for the the New York City sound. (laughs) Um, there's probably going to be fire trucks happening. Um, and so, yeah, so chiropractic can a hundred percent be like cracking in different places, or it can be very gentle. It can be very, um, comfortable. It can be Mm -hmm. the activator, like you said, you're used to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why I always ask whenever someone who comes to me has already done chiropractic, I always ask like, what does that mean to you? Like, what did they do to you? Because Mm -hmm. so many different things. Yeah, but even I found even even with the with the more physical, you know, the cracking or the whatever, usually the feeling after that happens is so yeah. kind of thing. It's like, oh my God, I can move my arm again. Oh my god. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm yeah. glad that you've had that feeling because a hundred percent that's what it what it feels like. Yeah. 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 Like, oh exactly. It's like so I said, it's not like the movies. Um <laughs> exactly okay so let's let's now that we've now that we've covered the stereotypes and thrown them out the window um let let's talk a little bit about um some of these different different modalities that that you work with and how you how you kind of combine and maybe which ones to you have have seemed to help people more so in certain types of situation that's a great question. So if someone feels very stiff and like there isn't a lot of um, movement in those tissues or it feels like kind of um, sticky, mm-hmm. I really love to use a myofascial tool. So that's where it's called myofascial release mm-hmm. because you're creating more blood flow to that area and you're basically, you're not going deep. It's just the, the layer right underneath the skin. And by increasing the blood flow in that specific area, um, you can be able to help your healing capacity, start getting the, um, the inflammation to start moving. So that's when someone feels very, very stiff and like it needs to have better motion. So a lot of soft tissue work, like even um, like trigger point therapy as well. So it just kind of depends on how it feels. Yeah. Um, tactile is really important. Uh, a tactile like exam is very important. But if someone feels like if someone sprained their ankle or if they tripped and they had like an area that feels very inflamed in the moment, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't use something that creates extra inflammation specifically. Sometimes I would, but um, most of the times I don't. I would use something that calms it down. Mm -hmm. So in that case, I love using a low level laser. So laser is light therapy it's super comfortable it's something that you put onto your skin and it helps to go deep into your tissues and into your cells and it helps boost up your mitochondria which helps to push out inflammation as well so if something's very very new like I've used that on a sprained ankle before I've used that on an area where someone thought they fractured something before Um, and they didn't but it just was very tender to touch like I can't really touch it so I would use laser on it because you don't need to do anything Mm. very invasive for somewhere that 
feels very uncomfortable. So um, yeah, that, that has a really nice warm feeling when you do that too, usually. It doesn't does. It does. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it can. People can feel a little bit of heat. Normally that's just from the, like the actual device being on your skin, mm-hmm. but they'll just feel like they have better mobility. They'll feel less, yeah. they'll feel less triggered. And it also helps to really boost up your system as quickly as possible. So I actually used that on a patient um, last week where uh-huh. she was going on a girl's trip and she was finally going to see her friend and she was going to do some walking because it's in a city that she's never been to. Okay. So like, okay, let's do everything possible. Let's put the laser on it. Let's tape it. Let's adjust above it. Let's do everything possible, mostly so you can walk and have a great trip. Like, <laughs> um, So that's where I really like that. Mm. Um, with some other things, uh, Reiki specifically, uh, I have the ability to be able to tell if something is musculoskeletal if it feels like it's joint wise or if it feels like it's coming from an energetic place or a uh, emotional stress place Mm. and that feels very different than when someone feels like something traumatic happened to them physically Mm. so for example if I have a patient who um, just had a lot of grief happen Mm. in their life um, or if you know, something like that happened. If they had um, a very emotional um, meeting with a client, um, their body will hold tension, but it'll feel different. It'll have like a depth to it. It's really hard to explain because it's something that I've really honed in and I've really Uh practiced um, a lot. And also, um, you know, thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. Thank you. You know, family for giving me the, you know, universe, God, everyone, think all of them, um, for just giving me the ability to even tell the difference between things. So, um, so that's where an energetic healing would be really important because it's not something that, yes, it's physical because it's in your body, but it's, you, it needs like the moment, it needs the time, it needs the acknowledgement Mm. and it needs the introspection. So that's where, I feel like what I do is definitely an experience because it is looking at your body as a whole, as a, you know, we are, we're more than just muscles and bones and, and we're heart, we're, you know, we have people around us, we have relationships. And so all those things really affect our own physicality. Yeah. And I, and I think the other thing too, that sometimes can be a misconception that people have is it all, all you deal with are things like strains and, and muscle pulls and, and, you know, whatever. But, you know, I mean, even, even just if somebody has, like I was saying allergies, right. You can help with that. If somebody has, you know, a cold, they picked something up from some, some place, you know, just getting yeah. energy moving. Completely. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. If I feel like I'm about to get sick, that little moment, like the Mm -hmm. in-between, I always get adjusted because um, there's a lot of nerves that go to your face, to your brain. A lot of um, lymph nodes are in your neck and around Uh your ear and your spine is extremely close to that. And so they actually really interact. So if you are starting to feel a little down um, immune system wise, um, your lymph nodes are going to be very close to um, the place that you're restricted in your spine. So by getting your spine moving better, now you have lymphatic drainage, all this 
good stuff for your immune system and um for sinuses and like allergies i'll do a lot of um like facial massage Mm -hmm. and a lot of like movement into your sinuses so um that's where it's about like kind of getting your body to move the way it needs to Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no absolutely absolutely yeah yeah it's um i think more people now understand but it's still not everybody that it's everything's connected completely yeah you know they they just they go to a head doctor for something they go to you know i don't know whatever it's all you know they all they just pick the little piece and they go to the doctor that does that right yeah right yeah really my job would be so much easier if it wasn't connected (laughs) it would be so much easier um but a shoulder issue is connected to a hip issue which is connected to like your lower back which is connected to your feet to your knees and so um it's like if I could if anyone is listening to this right now and wants like a bottom line thing to do a hundred percent go get your posture looked at that is like so important because you are a whole and more than anything your posture really tells um really affects your body Mm -hmm. how you feel pain wise movement wise so yeah that's kind of a really really important takeaway yeah oh no absolutely absolutely and I know I have found even just my myself and I think I've been doing this probably my whole life just you know doing this right not standing up straight mm-hmm. um and you know so that sometimes I would see myself in pictures over the years right and it's like god do I really stand like that oh my god <laughs> you don't know how many times I've had a patient come in because they just went to a wedding yeah. they got the photos back and they're like oh my goodness like, this is really how I look and then their mom or their family will be like yes that is I've, t- I've been telling yeah. you that you need to go and do something Yes, we yeah. finally get a, a picture back and it's a candid always. So, um, yeah. Oh, no. Well, and I think the other thing, too, that goes along with that is that when people go, say, to the gym, OK, and they start doing exercises, they start using the machines and all that, and the weights and all that kind of stuff. And unless you get some instruction from somebody, you can very easily get yourself your whole posture out of balance. Because you're just you're just working these muscles, which means that it pulls your shoulders in, or you know, there's just all these things, and and most people just have no idea. No, you're so right that that um, that happens all the time as well. Um, education is important. Um, understanding who who you are, understanding what your body needs specifically. Mm-hmm. If you have an injury. Uh, like yourself, we were talking about this a little yeah. bit before we started. Um, so if you have a fracture or an injury, even if it was 20 years ago, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Your body still remembers. It still holds some tissues. It still has, you have a way that you healed from that moment mm-hmm. that allowed you to walk, hold something, pick things up. And sometimes your compensation becomes like your normal, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. default. And so when you start lifting weights, going to the gym, doing something that is supposed to be um, very like, quote unquote easy to do. Sometimes you'll notice that you are compensating, but unless someone kind of tells you and yeah. sees, I mean, you get an exam, then you won't really know. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and sometimes it needs some help, right? Mm-hmm. 
whether it's some sort of massage or something, you know, to, to loosen the muscles or the tendons or whatever it happens to be. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many times where I will do an exam on someone who is 50 or 60 and I can tell that they did a certain, um, like they, they, they played a certain sport, like as a, in their college years or in uh-huh. high school uh-huh. um, because their body looks like someone who played basketball someone who played um, especially like a lot of baseball players oh. softball players um, golf all those things uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah well that's all the shoulders and the arms right so just like how we were talking it's just another way that your body remembers uh-huh yeah 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 exactly Exactly. So do you, do you, um, well, I don't know, I don't know exactly how to put this, but in prescribing activity, is it, do you have like um, gym things around in your office so you can show them this are the kinds of exercises I want you to do or, or, you know, when you go to your gym, ask them to please help you to do X, Y, and Z or or give them sheets or something. How, How do you, how do you work that? Yeah, so I really specifically love showing someone and having them do it in front of me and then also recording them so they can have it at home and they Uh can save it, they can send it to their email, they can keep it forever, put it on a cloud somewhere. Um, So in 10 years, they can still remember how to do something that they learned. Forget about Um, 10 years, how about a week later? Yeah, exactly, the next day. And so we can have that and just be able to know that if they're in another country and they need uh-huh. some help, you know, you have a, an actual, something you can go back to. So you know right. what to do. Uh, but yeah, so I specifically really enjoy um, breaking it down, mm. checking the movement, making sure it's something that they can do and that it's actually a good thing for them. Okay. Um, there's so many times where I'll think that a certain exercise is going to be simple or it's going to be something that is going to be the most beneficial mm-hmm. and I'll have them do it and we'll realize that actually we need to modify it or actually we need to let's do something different mm-hmm. um, or it, maybe it'll irritate them so I never like to just kind of give someone a, a one-size-fits-all mm-hmm. kind of uh-huh. moment and just because it may not fit and I want to make sure that what you get is the best thing for you. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially have, um, to answer your question too, we do have um, equipment and oh, okay. mostly things that you could be able to use at home. And especially right now with a lot of people not going to the gym or just people feeling like, oh, actually, I really liked working out at home or I really uh-huh. felt it's yeah. easy for me. So all the equipment that we typically will have or all use uh, will be things that will be um, easier to use or can even like a chair, oh. um, how to use a different chair to do different things or different bands. So something oh. that doesn't have to yeah. require a gym membership. Yeah, no, that's, it's, it, it's funny. I never really did much with bands until the last few years. I mean, otherwise I was always just using weights. Right. Bands are great. I yeah. really like them. They're yeah. really, really helpful. Just any type of resistance mm-hmm. in the right kind of place and the right kind of movement is actually really challenging. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they, they've been getting a lot more positive publicity, I think. Yeah. To put it nicely. 
Exactly. You know, I think little bells have been bought in the past yeah. two years. Yeah, well, because I think a lot of people thought that that they weren't as good as using weights. Right. Exactly. Not realizing that it's it, in a lot of cases, it's actually better. Yeah. Even just having something as simple as like a mat and mm. bands mm-hmm. is very, very, um, you can be extremely effective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, doorknobs. Exactly. Good job. Like having a good door, having it attached to a door. Good job. Yeah. yeah you have to make sure it's closed all the way, though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's a good door. It's a nice, sturdy door. Well, that too, but it's got to be, it's got to, you got to hear it click. You have to hear it click. That's true. <laughs> Otherwise, sometimes it'll even turn the, it'll even turn the knob and then you're really screwed. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do this at home. <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, actually, that's where I was doing it. Was it? Oh, no. All of a sudden, I mean, I didn't get hurt or anything, but it's just, you know, the band goes down and then the door comes up and the, you know. Right. Exactly. Pretty, it's, actually, it's scary, but then it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> hit your face (laughs) that's right you get out of the way really fast (laughs) you learn like is this secure or not (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it's actually pretty scary when that happens yeah that's true yeah yeah I always make sure that I like anytime I go home I always bring some bands bring some things just so Mm. people can have things at home like my family members can have things at home oh yeah yeah Um, make it easier to do something good for yourself yeah yeah no I I I totally agree. So let's talk a little bit about um, when when at when we all start to age, okay? Um, and you know, women go through the infamous menopause. Um, men have their own andropause, and a lot of that has to do with muscle and all of that. I hate to say withering, but you know, just weakening if you're not really using it. And so. What are the kinds of things that you like to work with people on with that, you know, to start building their, their muscle and their, their strength? That's back. a great question. So I think in that case, it's also such a, it's a combination of things. So allowing someone to take things that are important to give them the actual chemical or all the vitamins and minerals that they need. So that's really important. I even just noticed that right next to my desk, I have all my supplements that I take, um, mm-hmm. immunity, vitamin D, calcium, all these different things that as me going into my thirties, when I was in my twenties, did I have any supplements? No. <laughs> Should I have? Yes. But, um, but yeah, so I think it's important to work with someone who can look at your bodies and, and can understand how you're functioning. Mm. And what are the symptoms that you're really feeling? So it could be um, dry skin. It could be um, like that big, that big time. Yeah. So those are just different ways that your body is trying to just get a little bit, a little bit more. That's where you're inflamed is mm. with the skin. And so a lot of times that can be your gut health. And so mm-hmm. when someone is going through menopause, is going through a change hormonally, mm-hmm. it's really important to align yourself with someone who can be able to help you nutritional mm. nutritionally, but also um, functionally. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I love functional medicine. I love um, some type of different supplements. Um, not all supplements are created equal. So 
it's very important to make sure that you get a good brand mm -hmm. and you get things that are um, tested very well and are created from like good soil. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to any type of vitamin D. It's important to be able to just get it from a really good brand. So mm -hmm. I'm not affiliated with any brand, so it, it wouldn't be like an advertisement from me. But there are certain ones that I really like and I've noticed are um, actually really great. And um, I could be able to kind of explain that too. Yeah, yeah. And let me just interject there. Yeah. And I'm not making any money off of these people either because they're not that tight. But one of the best places to find good producers of all that is Consumer Lab. Oh, great. Yeah, that is actually a really good website. Yes, and they do tests. They do tests to make sure that what's in all of these things are what they say are in all of these things, and they and they tell you, yes, this is okay to take. No, that they don't want to take this one, and they do it for almost everything that's out there. So as far as right. if you would go to a functional <laughs> medicine person or just someone who specializes in in more supplement base or natural base, they would also be able to give you specific yes. brands that work well with what you're trying to accomplish yes and so that would be great um i specifically like standard process just for certain things mm -hmm. not everything um there's also other ones that i really like but mostly you just want to go to someone have them tell you exactly what you need and right. that'll help hormonally uh -huh. uh, also since it starts changing then you're so com completely right with the atrophy if for lack of a better word of weakness um, it's important to make sure that you are creating better activation of your body. Mm. So what that means is I don't like the word weakness. Yeah. Maybe that's just me being like me, but I don't like things that yeah. are weak. <laughs> so, um, but I like the word underactivated. Ah, okay. And someplace that's a little more sleepy is what I like to call it. So for example, um, a lot of people will tend to have more plantar fasciitis mm. and um, with plantar fasciitis or any place that is getting a little irritation, you need to be able to use your body more as a whole. So creating less, um, less where your body is only being used in one area. Okay. So, so one place is being overused. You want to look at where is being underused mm -hmm. and that's going to be different in each person's body. But that's where they'll have less, where there's a weakness, there's less, less activation. Mm. Where there is too much um, tightness, mm -hmm. there is less activation in another area. So it's all about making sure that your body is, is being used as like a 360 cylinder. Everything mm -hmm. being used from like the front of your body, the back of your body, the bottom, like all these different areas mm -hmm. so when you have these hormonal changes with whatever life throws at you, uh -huh. you could be able to um, just use other areas to help you do what you're trying to accomplish for the day. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Kind of, kind of the, the basic thing that's kind of underneath all of these things is just to start being a little more conscious of yourself. Yeah. And, I love and that. how you feel and when do you feel that way and good and bad, right? Not just the hurts, but also, you know, how do you, how do you feel after you go for a walk? How do you feel, you know, I don't know, after you take a nap, whatever it, it happens to be. No, I love that. That's very true. It's asking questions. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, it's like, 
if I'm seated right here, where do I feel myself being tense? If after I take a long walk, where do I feel tight? Mm -hmm. If I'm sleeping, am I able to sleep on one side of the bed versus the other more? Or why do I sleep that way? So all these different questions will be able to kind of paint a picture of like what, who you are and what your body is trying to tell you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it is interesting. How about some pointers, you know, just for people to, to kind of think about, obviously not everybody has all the same kinds of issues or any of that, but there's probably certain things that you see more than other things. Right. (laughs) Um, you know, what's so interesting because there's so many little things that are, I feel like are basics Mm. that I've learned that are basics and Mm. people don't even realize that it's complicated. Um, so typically when I see someone and I do a posture analysis, I always have them just stand like very comfortably, like as if they're going to stand in line for a grocery store for a very long time. Yeah. And not in front of a mirror. Otherwise they're going to adjust. Themselves. Yes, exactly. Like <laughs> if you want to be comfortable and yeah. you're going to, you know, the line's not moving. How would you stand? Uh-huh. And for a lot of people, they'll stand actually with their feet very close together. Uh-huh. And it's interesting because if your feet are close together, you're going to over extend your knees. You're going to hyper extend your knees. You're going to lock out your knees Mm-hmm. which means that you're putting too much pressure on your knees mm. versus if you stand a tip that's so basic is if you're going to stand somewhere, stand with your feet hip distance apart instead of close together, because then your, your center of gravity is going to be different. Yeah. So when to pay attention to this is if you're in an elevator, if you're waiting in line, if you're mm-hmm. um, just standing, talking, having a conversation with someone, like checking with your feet and look at like, where are they? Are they like super close? Are they really far apart? And just have them be hip distance. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like super simple that people can do. Um, Knees are a place that people will normally feel a lot of like achiness and stiffness. And because knees like to be um, the overachiever in your body, they like to just kind of be like, oh, we need to do this. We need a bike. We got this. And that's not their job. They're, they're actually supposed to be for mobility. They're not supposed to be like super crazy. You know, there's other places that are stronger. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. But knees think that they're, you know, they got everything. And so when you're standing and your feet are hip distance apart, you want to soften the knees just a little bit, not where you're like bent and you're smaller, but where you just feel like your knees have a little bit of, of a softness. Maybe like unlock them. Unlock them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just unlock them and then you'll realize like, oh, wow, they were locked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and people don't realize that they do that. So always unlock the knees, always have your feet hip distance apart. Mm-hmm. Um, even just something as simple as sitting. Mm-hmm. For sitting, people will typically um, hunch over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so if you do this, you can do this with me right now, Susan, okay. hunch over, yeah. super, super hunch over. Yeah. Okay, good. What I want you to notice is when you hunch over and your, and your shoulders come in more. So have your shoulders come in a little they bit. More. Okay. They can't go in anymore. They can't go anywhere. Okay. <laughs> um, what that does is you can feel your lower back be really, really straight. Oh my yeah. arm too. Oh no. <laughs> so if it's like that and it's very straight, your pelvis is actually tilting backwards into a posterior okay. tilt. Okay. 
Okay. That's putting way too much pressure into your lower back. So if you're seated, you want to have a little bit of a curve in your back, mm-hmm. not because you're forcing it from your back, but because you're, you actually feel your core activated. Okay. So there's a difference between like curving your back and trying to like crush your back versus kind of feeling raising like raising it up. Yeah. Like you're a puppet on a string and you're just feeling your core. Yeah. Like know that it's even there. So do that with me. So hunch slightly and then be a puppet on a string and lift up and then you'll feel your core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll allow your lower back to relax and have less um, act overactivation. Mm-hmm. So something as simple as looking at someone sit and you can also, uh, anyone listening can ha- just sit down normally, have someone take a picture of you from your side And just see what you see. It's going to be harder for you just because you don't look at pictures of yourself all the time. But um, that's something that you can be able to actually change is just your seated posture. Mm -hmm. And as you age, it's really important to, um, you know, be trying to change your spine as much as possible because that's when people will have like humps. That's when people will just kind of have more degeneration. And it's because you're not moving the way you do. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And I know there's a lot of a, a lot of women as well who who, as we were saying, lock their knees, which then throws their pelvis out of alignment. Yeah, it does. And and that's and that's a very it's supposed to be a very attractive look. I love how you're you're explaining that too. Completely. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean uh, women that's you know, models. That's what models do, right? So that's that's how we were all taught growing up you know oh yeah that's how you're supposed to stand to be attractive yeah yeah there's so many times that people that their cores aren't going to be as activated because the the way that you're you know the attractive way yeah to be standing is with your chest up which actually stops you from using your core as much okay. people think like oh that's good posture is having like my chest up, my back is, you know, back, then it also changes your rib cage as well. Mm. And that actually stops you from using your core. So um, there's a huge difference of what actually um, is supposed to like, quote unquote, people think that's what good posture is versus what's actually good for your body. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And then there's all the stuff with the supplements and and eating right and, and all of that for your bones. Cause, completely because they they start to really weaken and and you know my mom had very bad osteoporosis she was oh. always getting cracks in her ribs oh no her legs, her legs were fine but her ribs she just like shrunk oh no um and was always in a lot of pain oh right so that's why it's important to like try to do as much as you can earlier earlier as you know as quickly as possible yeah yeah no absolutely Absolutely. I should probably wrap this up soon. So we've been on for quite a while now. I, know, I could talk to you for probably a lot. Well, we can always do another one. We can okay. always do another one. Don't That's worry about that. I, I like having people on more than once. Oh, great. So you don't have to feel like you've got to, you know, blah it all in one, in one sitting. Okay. <laughs> um, so... Yeah. So how about, how about kind of wrapping it up and, and as, as my teachers likes to say, taking us home on this, you know, what, what are the, what do you think 
for men and women, what do you think are the maybe three biggest things that they should think about, remember, maybe go have taken care of if, if they think they're, they need the help? Yeah, um, three things that would be important are, is definitely 100% posture, go get your posture looked at. Um, two would be really looking at changing your perspective. There's so many times where I've heard someone who's in their 50s say, you know, I, I act or I, when I go to the gym, I still feel like I'm like in my 20s and I can still do that load or I can still mm -hmm. lift that thing. And that's okay to completely have that mentality because that's important. And I never want someone to feel like they can, you know, not do something, but maybe have different goals. Mm -hmm. Instead of your goal being that same amount that you did when you were in your 20s, have the goal be, okay, I'm going to do what feels really comfortable, but I'm going to make sure I'm breathing from my belly. I'm going to make sure my face isn't super tight. I'm not using my neck muscles. Yeah. I'm going to be as relaxed as possible while doing the hardest thing. Uh, so how can you do the hardest thing? Uh -huh. Very relaxed. Hmm. Okay. And it's changing your goals, having, having, um, you have to obviously have some, that conversation with yourself, but just figure out different ways to be able to still do what you love, but have a different perspective on it. And the last thing I would really say besides posture and perspective would be just making sure you're as proactive as possible. So if you feel some type of injury or you feel like, oh, like I, that happened, going and getting it taken care of, you know, stretching, doing what you feel like is helpful for you. It doesn't have to be chiropractic. It could be, you know, acupuncture. It could be PT. It could be a massage. It could be. Mm -hmm. um, just doing something, that, doing something that prioritizes you and mm -hmm. allows you yeah. to just take the moment to take care of yourself. Because yeah. if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of every, anybody else. Thank you. So that's, fill that's, up your my, that's my message. That's, yeah. that's my coaching message is, you know, if you don't take care of yourself, you don't have any energy to take care of anybody else. Exactly. So, yeah. Take care of yourself. Be proactive. If you feel something, do something about it. And, um, you know, yeah, good. realize that we are very strong. We're made to heal. Mm -hmm. I have an 82-year-old patient that I'm working on right now, and I absolutely adore her. Uh -huh. um, and she is so mentally strong, and mm -hmm. her body is also showing that too. So yeah. just keep on doing as much as you possibly can to just enjoy your life. Yeah, and... You know, and it's not just your physical body, the bones and whatever, that that all helps. It helps your brain mm -hmm. as just as much. And some people don't realize that. Right. You know, you can't oh, not do anything. Your brain. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't not take care of your body and expect your brain to be okay. That's, that's very true. It doesn't work. Exactly. They go together. They do. They do. They're very dependent on each other. <laughs> So, okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Really enjoyed the conversation and the, the information. Thank you um, so much. And, uh, and we'll definitely do this again. Okay. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. And in the meantime, I'm going to say what I usually say, which is that I am not a medical doctor. And even though she is a chiropractor, the, none of this is medical advice. If you're having some sort of a medical issue, 
please go and actually see somebody, your own doctor, the hospital, whatever is appropriate. Completely. So with that said, I will say goodbye and I will be talking to all of my people next week. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. It's been great. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.